Dennis, I want to talk to you about the ads. Um, but yes. I, I just I have to, I have to get your take on this. Okay. Just before we start, right? Okay. Megan went to the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. To get some bits and pieces while while I was away in Melbourne the weekend. You anyway, know, she went to get some bits and pieces, and um, one of the things she often gives is a bit of ham, right? Put it in her sandwiches, give a little bit to the cat as a treat. But we're not a ham heavy household, right? I wouldn't say that we're right, scarfing yeah. ham down morning, noon, and morning, noon, and night. Like it's not going on our breakfast cereal. You would not consider yeah. yourself power users of ham. We're not power. We're casual users at best, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we we dabble, we dabble in in pork products. Anyway, so she goes to the deli. I don't know how you how, how it works in in Ireland, but like in an Australian supermarket, there's a place called the deli, and you go there, and that's where yep. all the cold meats are. They've got like cheeses and olives and that sort of stuff. And well, we have two delis. Is- we have the we have the cold deli where yeah. you get those things. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes there's a separate cheese counter. Oh wow! There's a, sep- there's a separate fish counter. Oh my goodness! And there is a hot deli where you'll get like a a, roast, a, a, a rotisserie chicken, for example, or no, a chicken no. a chicken fillet roll. All of that is put together in an Australian deli. You can go disgusting. And get, you, what do you mean? Un, unconscionable. Wow, Pretty sure Dennis, that is that is unallowable in this country from something in Leviticus. I'm almost certain. Interesting that yeah, Dennis is in favour of what is essentially segregation. Wow, oh, I, I'm in favour of expansion. <laughs> I was about to say something terrible. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so no, the Australian deli has all those things. You can get a rotisserie chicken, half a dozen olives, a slab of feta cheese, and a handful of ham. Right, and you get them all at the same place. Right, the same the same Coles deli attendant will hand you, hand you all of them, and then like you you get it. It's like wrapped up. It's got a sticker on it. You take that to the counter or the, to the checkout, and that's where you pay for it. Anyway, yeah. So Megan's picking up bits and pieces. And she goes and she says, I'll have 100 grams of ham. And I've just realized that I do, we do have a sizable American audience, so I'm going to get that in pounds. Um, get it in ounces. It is 0.22 pounds. Does get that not help? Get it in ounces. Get it in ounces. <laughs> it is uh, 9.84 to the power of minus 5 imperial tons. Does that help? It's 0.015 stone. I mean, uh, currently, currently you're, exp- I mean, and you're being facetious because, and I agree, the imperial system is stupid, but you're trying, it's like you're trying to express pounds and kilometers right now. <laughs> like, that's not, like, you're like, mm, I would like two, two furlongs of ham. Like, two stop furlongs it. of a, ham, please. There is a measure they would use for this and it's ounces. All right. Three and a half ounces. Three and a half ounces of ham. So not a lot of ham, right? Like no, a, 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 small, very small, a, a marginal amount of ham, I would A say. small amount of ham, right? Amount, an amount of ham that in the broad scheme of the cosmos rounds down to zero. Well, hang on. I need to, I need to, hang on, hang on. I don't know how much is in like a packet of ham. Well, just a regular, That's, like if you were to go to the supermarket and buy just a packet of ham off the shelf, like one of those pre-packaged ones. That's what I'm looking ones, at now. I would yeah. say 100 to 150 grams, right? Yeah, the smallest one is 120, it looks like. And that's that's that, that, that's the artisanal crumbed ham, you know? Yeah, oh, well, if you're going to crumb a ham, Dennis, you're not going to sell it in big slabs. Come on, what this, is this? Bro, this has, this has hand crumbed. Like we're not Hand crumbed. Hand. Each crumb artisanally hand placed on the side of this ham. Right, insane. Yeah, so that, I was reminded recently. I was reminded recently of uh, of uh, so a friend of mine works at, at a uh, used to work at a meat packing plant, mm-hmm. and he told me I was reminded of this just the other day talking to some friends of some of the secrets, some of the ham secrets that he laid bare for us. Um, for instance, ham on the bone, Dennis. Uh huh. It is not. It's not. It is. It is ham off the bone that has then been put back onto the bone once the bone has been cleaned of sinew and all those other nasty bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bits that people actually want to eat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's repackaged, reprocessed ham that's then made to look like an actual ham on the bone. But the worst, right, the right. worst offender okay. is the triple smoked ham, right? They they put this product on a shelf claiming it's triple smoked. Dennis, would you like to guess how many times it's, it's, it's been smoked? It has to be smoked three times. 
but but only twice, Dennis. But How only twice not- is it put through the smokery. How is that not against some sort of advertising law? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they turn the smoke off for 15 seconds the second time around and say, oh, that'll count as the third one there. I don't know what's going on. But we're all being lied to by Big Ham. Is Don is good? No, is Don is a huge liar, I would say. So I, don't know what's Riley, go- I don't know what's going on with triple smoked ham. Anyway, go on. This is very extremely related to what you're talking about because it's to do with advertising and ham <laughs> and yeah, how it's yeah. made. I still haven't finished have the ham you- story, but we'll come back to it. I'm aware. We're, we're putting the iron in fire. Have yeah. you heard of brady ham i assume you haven't it's a niche no. irish ham no. to be fair when i googled packet of ham the artisanal ham that i told you about was a brady family ham okay they made an ad recently actually it's not recent it's a couple years ago now um have you heard of the famous wolf tone song come out ye blackened tans yes yes i have yes it's the sort of song that you need to be very careful around who around whom you're with before you start singing it so, minor historical context, uh, Black and Tans is the name given to a sort of um, emergency militia deployed by the British government in the 70s, 80s, 90s in Ireland, Northern Ireland, to sort of crack down on sectarian violence and um, struggles. On Catholics, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the IRA would have a song, which is Come Out You Black and Tans, and it was like, hey, come out and fight us, face us. It's just a, just a sort of rebel song, right? Well, I believe the words are, come out, you black and tans, come out and fight me like a man. Yes. Right? Like, it's not, sure, it's not, it's and, not and, a song and, 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 that, oh, it's, it doesn't have a lot of chill. Oh, no, it's, um, it's, that's not even, it's not actually violent. Like, none, of, none of these lyrics are lyrics I would be uncomfortable reading out. So it's like, you know, come out, you black and tans, come out and fight me like a man. Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders. Riley, use your history degree. What's that a reference to? Uh... I guess, I mean, Flanders was the First World War, so was it yeah. that long ago so the, the, that the, the, these are all were the, hanging out? Yeah, yeah, These yeah, are all yeah, retirement, yeah. 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 Uh, tell her how the IRA made you run like hell away from the green and lovely legs of Kilachandra, yada, yada. And then it goes on, you executed our great leaders, yada, yada. Then, then the spicy one. Come tell us how you slew them old Arabs two by two, like the Zulus, they had spears and bows and arrows, how bravely you faced one with your 16-pounder gun and you frightened them damn natives to their marrow. Yeah. That's good. It's very That's good. It's good it's stuff, a good man. Song. Uncompromising. Yeah, yeah. Let the yeah. British know, dude. Absolutely. Um, because it's like, oh yeah, no, it's all well and good. Like, it's it's a little bit pick on someone your own size, right? Yes. Yeah. So Brady Family Ham released an ad campaign about their ham, which is cut from one singular pork joint. Because your friend who worked at Meat Black and Plant, I'm sure, told you that all this gets pushed into a slurry and then yes. put into a mold to make it look yeah. roughly like it came from an animal again at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a song called come out you other hams about how <laughs> their ham is authentic and yeah. they sing the whole song's levels and it says come out you other hams come out and face me ham to ham show them how you're made with molds and added water and all this sort of stuff an absolute so they, coup for the marketing the marketing team there oh the they crushed hams. it they yeah, yeah, crushed yeah. it really good they filmed the music video with these like butchers passing this ham around and a guitar and stuff it's great that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, would wholeheartedly yeah. recommend. So I'm excited to see what kind of advertising hooked Megan at this hot and combined deli counter. Well, no, she just wanted ham to feed a little cat, a little treat, right? Because Scotia goes mental for a bit of hams. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, look, looking at this 120 gram pack, 120 grams of ham. So 100 grams feels like it's enough for one sandwich, more than enough for one sandwich. But you're pushing it for two, so it looks like a sandwich with a ham and a Scotia kickback. Yeah, I'd say you probably get two. You can get two lean sandwiches out of it, and then yeah, a they'd little, be lean a, though. Yeah, a couple little, couple little corners for um for scotch. Anyway, so Megan asks for a hundred grams of ham, right? 
That's all she's looking for, th- 3.5 ounces of, of ham. Mm-hmm. Now, what will very often happen at the deli is because the, the deli attendant will eyeball it, right? They'll yeah, of course. Grab, they'll put their hand into a plastic bag, put, grab, grab, the, grab the ham or the item, whatever else, through the plastic bag, turn it inside out, and then pop it on the scale, right? And they usually, usually they'll look at it, it'll be 113, they go, is that all right? And you'll go, yeah. Yeah. So this is what happens. The person, she pulls out a, a, a handful of ham, puts it on the scale and says, oh, sorry, it's a bit over. Is that okay? Megan, knowing that a bit over is, as you say, 113, 120, whatever, right? 120 She's like, yeah, is that, a lot. That's 20%. Yeah, but yeah. That's fine, right? No worries. Then when she, she finishes her shopping, goes to pay, and it's like five bucks, right? Ooh. It's like $5 worth of ham. And she's like, well, hang on one second. What's going on here? Because ham is like oh, $20 a kilo, $17 a kilo. So what? how how have I been charged? Like, did I did I accidentally get the Brady the Brady family hand-crumbed artisanal with no, ham? With, with, with no added water and the blood of the British imbued in it. Imbued in it into every, into every twitching sinew. No. The, the person at the deli, right, had, had put, Dennis, 270 grams of ham That's into this bag. Almost triple! Right? Oh my God. 270 grams of ham, which is the upsell of the century. Which is nearly 10 ounces. It's nearly 10 ounces of ham. It's nearly three times as much, right? It's a 170% increase. And she's gone, is this okay? Right? Or didn't even, it's just like, like, it's a bit over, is that all right? It's a bit over. And and that's the thing. Like, she didn't go, is this okay? Can you look and check? She's like, it's a bit over, is this okay? Now, Dennis, in what what world is an increase of nearly threefold, right? In what world is that a little bit over? In a, it is in a world where I have to imagine the deli counter people work on commission. There is no other explanation. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she's the one getting the ham kicked back. Yeah, she's, yeah, 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 yeah. The, Brady, the Riley, Brady family are the one lining her pockets like, yeah, well, if you can sell a bit more ham, we'll make it worth your while. Riley, I work in marketing and advertising, right? Mm, you do. I would, consider, I would consider myself a subject matter expert in the field. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you a little something about Megan here, all right? All right, go. I would consider Megan an easy mark for an upsell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Megan, Megan's she, Megan's very sweet. She's very mm-hmm. slight. Mm-hmm. She's very soft-spoken. And mm-hmm. the, you, you know what? The, the, the key part here is, right, the real key part, especially mm-hmm. in a foreign country, is that Megan is British, which yeah. she may take offense to. No. It's right there on her passport, Dennis. There's no denying it. It's right there on her passport. I understand. Her lovely, lovely blue passport. Her, her, um, her, her she, great new passport. Exactly. She, I think, I don't know what, let's say the scale was turned around the way and then you could see the display, right? Well, no, it, it was. She could see it. Like, they have a little thing where you could see it. You but can. she didn't look. She, she didn't look, look right? Because yeah, she yeah. assumed that she wasn't about to be upsold to the scale of 300%. Well, no, she, she put faith in the in the, if Subway is a sandwich artist, this is a ham artist or a con yeah. artist, depending on your definition of the story. Artist too, yeah. Um, if you if, let's say she was looking, right? Mm, mm, mm. I think by virtue of the strong pull that British people and I don't think Irish people are far behind, to be totally honest with you, have to avoid confrontation or yeah. by confrontation I mean an even mildly awkward conversation. I don't want to be a bother. Yeah. So yeah. I think her average number, like I think if you ordered 100 grams and you, and you were looking at the thing and mm. said it's a bit over and it was 140, you'd be like, actually, can take it. You, you, I think you would say, actually, can take a bit off. Mm. 
Well, I think that that's number not, is much higher for Megan. It's much higher for Megan. I think even if she'd noticed, I mean, two hundred. That's what I mean. Is absolutely egregious. I think she probably would have said something about that. But I think is, I think it's a coin. I think it's a coin flip. I think it's closer than that. I so I asked Megan. I said, okay, so what if you? And I want to ask the same question of you. If you ask for a hundred grams of ham, and the person puts an amount over and says, oh, sorry, it's a bit over. Is that okay? How high does that number have to be before you throw it back? Because Megan said 150. And I was like, that's ridiculous. You're getting half as much again, Ham, as the, than you ordered. Like, Scotia will be uh, eating uh, like my, a king. My, my gut was to jump to 150, but I think 140. So 135, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. But 140, like, that's no, just a little bit less. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it's around there, yeah. See, I'm now not you've, like... You've, uh, you're, you're, you've forgotten the hidden third most British option of all. Which is what? Take the ham, walk to a different aisle, and just leave it in the fridge and go home. No way, dude. No one's, no one's doing that. You're, You're having serious. chicken for lunch today. <laughs> go back. Oh, yeah, I needed more. Sorry, but not as much as last time, please. Can you give me another yeah, one? Yeah, not Where's double, like 80%. Uh, I know it's not in your basket. Oh, I've, um, it's just under, yeah. Um, no, I would say 120. I, I, if, if I ask for 100 and I get 120 back, I'm saying like, uh, I'd probably let 120 go. But if we get to 125, like, yeah. what do you take me for? Are you insult- well, you're, insult? I mean, I would say you have a little bit of, oh, I don't want to be a bother. It's not so much I don't want to be a bother. Yours yours is more I don't want to deal with this. But in this case, it's butting up against your frugality. Yeah, it's butting up against I don't, I don't want more ham that I don't want to have to pay for this. Exactly, Dennis. Yeah, exactly. So lots, if it being poured in lots of different directions. Yeah, I mean, you're a amount, you're, you're amount of multitudes. If mm. it was like, oh, you pay... Three dollars, and you get the deli account attendant's fist worth of ham, whatever that may be. You'd be like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but it you're, was like you're one paying scoop. for every, you are paying for every atom of this ham. Yeah, every last atom, every last hand placed crumb, Dennis, is costing me money, and I'm not going to be because Dennis, there's one. You know, there's one thing I love in this world, and it is money. Which brings us very neatly to the fact that in in yes. opening up this podcast, all going well, you revered listener will have heard not one but two ads heading into the yeah. show. So this is I mean we can we can double cut here Riley. Mm. You will have heard some ads which go together to keep the lights on, keep the mics hot here at the podcast, right? Yeah. 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 And if you want to if you want to ditch the ads, you can head to patreoncom have a listen to this, get an ad-free version of the podcast early with so bonus I'll, content. I want to I want to chat to the listeners about a couple of things. So half us history my far superior podcast, alphasystory.net, get across it, um, was approved and joined the Spotify advertising network after I signed a deal yes. with them and moved over to Megaphone. So very happy with that. It, it's it's a big change for me because it means that I can take podcasting like almost as a career, essentially. Um, but the other thing that it allowed me to do once I was, once I'd, I'd hacked, well, I didn't hack, they just gave me a login. But once I had accessed the Megaphone mainframe, they were mainframe? like, Adam, <laughs> you had an like, account. <laughs> they were like, import a, well, it's my own personal mainframe. Um, in uh, import podcast, right? So I put in the details for half a system. Yep. I was like, oh, that was very easy. I wonder what ha- would happen if I tried to import, have a listen to this. And so I did, and it worked. And I said, well, in that case, <laughs> I'm not going to leave money on the table. So let's get, uh, let's get ads on half a, or let's get ads on have a listen to this as well. Not part of the deal that I signed with Spotify. They haven't flagged it yet. I assume it's fine. I mean, it's it's only it's, making them more it's money. It's only so, good for them, right? Yeah, yeah I don't they think they're, <laughs> don't think they're going to complain. But it's just it's kind of a free roll putting ads on this one as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I hope that it doesn't irritate people too much. I hope that it's not too intrusive or frustrating. Um, well, here's what we'll do: is we'll hold a poll on 
the Patreon, exclusive to patrons only, and you yeah. can decide if the ads were <laughs> based on that. Yeah. Well, here's this. So, like, more seriously, you know, I, I do actually. I, we, we both of us really do appreciate the fact that people listen to this show. Like, we get we we have we have the show isn't growing. But nor is it shrinking. We just have a rusted mm-hmm. on group of people who like listening to us talk nonsense every week. And some of those people have 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 said that the show means a lot to them. It's a it's a, a bit of a comfort food for some. And you know, I, I get it. And that's kind of why we make it, right? To just be there when you need when you just need to chill out and take your mind off things. So that's one of the reasons this show gets made. But putting a couple of ads on it, I hope it's I hope it doesn't ruin the experience of the show for people. Um, but it will lead now to a proposition that I want to make you, Dennis. Something, something okay. that, that, that could add a little bit of, of interest and excitement to the show. Because our listeners love a competition. When I caught up with some of them in Philly, right, many of them mm-hmm. were asking, do you have Spotify playing right now? And I was like, oh, I don't, damn it. And I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, you're going to trounce me, obviously, but I'm doing my best. I've got it on right now. I'm listening to, I'm listening to uh, uh, Waltzes by Johann Strauss II. I'm trying to get my numbers up. I know you I listen, probably to, would listen to City Girl. I'm on a jazz enough kick at the moment. <laughs> you never know with Dennis. You just never know, dude. Anyway, Dennis, sight unseen. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind that mm-hmm. I don't know how much the show is going to make us per month with ads. Uh-huh. Do you want to split the show's revenue? You get 100% of the Patreon and I get 100% of the ads. Because not only would this take out the bookkeeping and the irritation of you having... Well, currently I have to withdraw the Patreon. I I actually wired you money yesterday for this. Yes, I got it. That's what made me think about it, right? Like you sent me that. You sent me a couple of hundo. And I I mean, obviously, thank you very much. Thanks for sending me what apparently... I don't check up on it. What allegedly is half the money that we get get from the Patreon. But would you like to gamble and make it interesting and say that I get all the ad money, you get all the Patreon money, and let's let the listener decide who gets the fatter payout? That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, that's, mm, that's interesting. Because I don't know how much we're going to earn from the ads. I'm not going to know until we get the first payout in a month's time. I've got him. I've got. I've really got him. It's, it's, you've set. You've set the over under in a good position. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's close. I think. And I also don't know if I'm shooting myself in the foot here with this. And the other thing yeah, is... Yeah, two weeks, two weeks from now, Spotify's like, hey, you can't have two podcasts on that account. Please take it down. <laughs> and I've already signed my life. Where you get You're ruined. Money. Exactly. But, but the other thing is these numbers aren't static, right? Like no. if we get a huge influx of new listeners, that's great for me. But if we get a huge influx of new listeners that then go, oh, this show is so great, I want to support it myself, and they move to Patreon, terrible, disaster for me. So I need to very carefully manage the quality of the show to make sure it's good enough that people want to listen to it, but not and so I good that they I, want to I, actually support it. I need to so yeah you you need to get you need to get we're we're basically splitting our sales funnel in half right yeah, you're in yeah. top you're in charge of the top half I'm in charge of the bottom half which is obviously you and know now, a really good thing to do within any company that's trying to make money is to have yeah, like, yeah. Like two sides <laughs> of the company directly competing with each other for dollars that's exactly what you want to do Riley I'm down I'm down I think let's let's do it I think we do it I think we do it I'll get a hundred percent of the ad money and you get a hundred percent of the Patreon money and let's see who's laughing. Uh, please find folks head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this honestly I'm also going to take I'm going to start taking every episode and uploading them on YouTube for free so do you only listen to them on podcasts I'll cut the ads out don't worry about it you know that that's not going to happen Dennis is far too lazy to do that sort of thing and listen Patreon oh I could just make I could just just make all the Patreon posts not Patreon (laughs) who's got the time who's got the time you go on Patreon you got to type in your details oh get your card out which one is it oh click this sign up here who knows you know Spotify have a listen to this. Click play. A couple of ads later, you're in. You don't have to worry about anything else. Mm. Who's got time? 
worry about Patreon and oh, it's just it's too much hassle these days. Alrighty, I'm gonna put so much effort into this Patreon now. You've no idea. <laughs> the thing, the well, thing oh, is, well, is, who is it that yeah. posts things to Patreon? It's not well, you. You post. You, po- you post. Hang on, I posted. I posted a walnut paste recipe last week. Thank you very much. Yeah, you've made one post on the Patreon ever. Yeah, usually, but it's just it's it's basically all just the uncut recordings and you post. Yeah, the uncut and and the and the early access recordings. They just go out once a week and that's it. I put in what is essentially the minimum amount of effort to keep the the patron. Well, it's, it's, it's the stuff you would have to do to post the real episode anyway, really. I guess except for the uncut part. Actually, the uncut part's even easier. Yeah, the uncut part involves even less work. Um, I'll, I'll look. I'm not gonna. Comp- I'm not gonna complete. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna mess that. Here. I appreciate. I, that. I, I will keep doing. What I do. Yeah, I will for email free. Spotify being like, hey, I don't think this podcast is licensed to be on your network. <laughs> okay, either. all right. So there, there, there's a rule that we've sort of got a little Geneva Convention going on here. We've got our yeah, rules yeah, of yeah. engagement, right? Um, we'll keep the status quo as it, as it is in terms of the level of effort and what we, the inter- interference <laughs> in each other things. But after that, right, all all bets are off. All bets are all off. Right, we can- so, so January 1st, we will examine the outcome of this. And the outcome of the Spotify No, dude, we're not doing January 1st. I say a three-month trial because if I end okay. up <laughs> so far in the hole here, like I thought you wanted to get like a 999-year lease on this thing. My bad. I was, okay, I'll do a three-month trial, no problem. Three-month trial, then we'll revisit, I think. So my birthday, basically. All right. When, and, uh, when, you, turn, yeah. when you turn 30, 30. We'll, come and, we'll come and revisit, all right? And then okay, if so it's real, just, like... We're going to have to make a case. I mean, maybe maybe I'm showing weakness by saying being nervous, but I'm just really worried about missing out on money. You know how much I love money, Dennis? This is your idea, bro. I know, but what if it works really well and I get heaps of money from advertising? The three-month review, oh, it just seems to be great. It's just in a good spot at the moment. Patron's going to grow, man. Come on. You know, I've, I feel like I've, <laughs> I've got some wiggle room there. Okay, okay, okay. Well, look, we'll review it. We'll review, review it. So this doesn't count. It obviously doesn't count the March 1st payout, right? Does it not? For Patreon. Well, should it? No, because I gave you half of that yesterday, so there's no way it counts well, that. Well, uh, well. <laughs> no, all right, okay, yeah. From from here until so April, May, April, April, May, and June. That's three months. April, May, and June. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this if you want to give me right, give me money. Make sure you put that like on the list you of could... websites you never visit. Do not go there. That's Don't a list worry that people it. regularly curate. I would say. No. Don't pop that Generally in your uh, ear. If you're going to go to Patreon, Patreon.com slash half fast history. You can go there. A uh, range of benefits. All sorts of stuff. You get, you get merch. Get exclusive patron only merch over there. All the other stuff. Show notes. Bunch of study guides. If you've got history classes or stuff, stuff coming up, you need to learn about know, Napoleon Riley, or toilets you don't, or nuclear I don't weapons. Think, I don't think you understand what you've done. You've given me a minor financial incentive. You don't think I'm going to start taking Patreon money and rolling into Facebook ads for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. That's great. Because, Dennis, I get the first cut of all the new listeners. I get all yeah, the unconverted you, listeners. Riley, you don't understand how CPM works, dude. You're paying. You're getting pennies on the dollar. That's fine. A conversion rate, the conver- like a good conversion rate for a podcast to patron is like three percent, right? That's ninety-seven percent mm. of my- the money. That's all mine. That's all mine. That's now it works, you do okay. get the premium. You get the power users. You get the premium fans, right? You get the rusted-on hardcore fans, right? I leave them in the dust for the great unwashed. Because Dennis, I'm a man of the people. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm in touch. Real man I'm of in- people. Yeah. I'm in touch with with the. Uh, with, How with much the did your are- household spend on ham this past week? <laughs> Well, listen, now listen to me. That was out of our control. That was because there was a, a quiet, agreeable and unassuming British woman who was taken advantage of by the cruel deli worker at the Coles. Ridiculous. Anyway, do you want to do mid-roll ads? 
No. <laughs> All right. No, I do. I do. Well, we can, we can, we can. <laughs> let's not do mid-roll ads. Well, no, you should. I mean, you're, no, they're going to be in here, aren't they? Son of a... Riley, how do I purchase ad space on our podcast after the Patreon? <laughs> Dennis, I can offer you very, very competitive rates for sure advertising space on this Hyper podcast. Hyper-targeted. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it all, it all goes through uh, Megaphone's very, very advanced ad campaign system that I Not a sponsor. Don't really figure out. I can help what? you with that if you need to. Riley, what, Megaphone? I have something. Megaphone's not the yeah. sponsor. Megaphone's the host, dude. I know, but you were certainly you were like, oh, they're very advanced targeting. Like, stop it! <laughs> you don't need, you don't need oh. additional shoutouts. Okay, well, I, from from personal experience, working with megaphone has been great. Would recommend, um, although it is sort of designed for sort of podcasts that have got you know a bit of a bit of wind under their wings. I would say Anchor.com, though Anchor.fm, great place to start if you're starting out with the podcast. Anyway, sorry, we've finished with the ads for the show, Dennis. Mm-hmm. I've already I've already lopped off my slice of the pie. So, what have you got for us? Riley, I had a wild thing happen to me this weekend that I haven't mm-hmm. even told you about yet. I wanted to save it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So Nikki and I on Sunday, we woke up and we were like, let's go for like let's go for brunch, because there wasn't any food in the house. We're like, let's go ahead and have a meal and then we'll pick up stuff on the way home. We'll go do our shop afterwards, right? Nice. Yeah. We go to a restaurant in Dalky, not too far from here, have a nice little lunch. Sorry. You go where? Dorky. Dalky, yeah. D-A-L-K-E-Y. Oh, Dolky. I think a Dorky, like, you know, a nerdy kid with his oh, pants dorky, up too high. No, no. Dorky. Yeah, no, okay. No, you got to, yeah, you got we to Dolky. We, yeah. we, we hopped, over, hopped over to Nerdsville yeah. and had a nice brunch. Mm-hmm. And we got a coffee, went for a walk down the pier, we went and did our shop, and we go back up and we're walking. So the, the we parked behind a um, a supermarket, right? Yeah. We paid for parking and everything. And we were walking, we walked in the front of the supermarket and we were now walking at the back of the supermarket to go to the car. Now, when you say Dolky, do you mean the town that's just next to Sally Noggin? Yes. Ah, okay. Is there a single place in Ireland that doesn't have a ridiculous name? Yeah. Yeah? I live, I live in Cabin Tealy. Is that weird? Cabin Tealy does sound like a children's a children's wizard. Like a TV children's story, book wizard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It means Sheila's house, if that's any help. Why is it Cabin <laughs> Tealy then? Because it's Cabin Sheila in Irish. Oh, is it the anglicised version? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, Dennis, have you um, ever visited Duty's Bottoms in Ireland? What's Duty's Bottoms? Oh, it's a t- it's a town that I, d- I don't know how far away from um, from Dick Beach it is. <laughs> okay, All no, right. that's made up. <laughs> that one you made up. I that think. one I made I up. Can smell that one. There is famously Muff in Northern Ireland. Oh yeah, the Muff the, Diving Club. There yeah. is a diving club up there. Yeah. A club that makes infinitely more money from its merchandise than they do from membership than anything fees. Else. Yeah. There's also a place called Bastard's Town, which I visited. It's in Wexford, uh, just outside Kilmore. And it was very... We Oliver and I, we pulled over to the side of the road, took a picture, and then kept driving. That was basically it. Anyway. Very strong. Anyway, you went to Dalkey, so walking, which is near Sally Noggin. Just, yep, just, just up the road from Ballybrack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. These are all in the surrounding area to me. <laughs> they yeah. don't sound weird to me at all. Uh, so we're walking back at the supermarket, and a guy is coming down the ramp because there's a ramp leading at the back, and he goes to us. Excuse me, do you guys have a green Mini Cooper? And we're like, uh-oh, uh, yes. And he goes, okay, so your car has been involved in an accident with two other cars. And we were like, two other, like, we were parked. What happened? Okay? Did your car get spit roasted in the car park? I was like, I don't understand. How is, how, like, our car was parked. I could understand somebody was parking and they banged into our car. That happens, okay. Riley. Yeah. We get out. Yeah. 
And I'll post this video on patreon.com slash uh, have a list. Uh, <laughs> you Exclusive stupid, footage. You stupid idiot. <laughs> I took a video. We get out. And our car is not in our car parking spot. I'm okay. Like, what? Riley, I'm not. I know I won for exaggerating, but I'm going to give you real numbers here. And I promise you these are real numbers. Our car, what had happened was. The person had a person had driven into our car, like no nose to tail with our or nose to nose with our car. Actually, you know, the car parking space is like two rows and they're facing each other. Okay, so was that the situation? There were two rows. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. she drove nose to nose into our car. This 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 elderly woman. Okay. Just and she, well, she car bu- just wanted a car with a little bit of a smooch. Just wanted a little. She just wanted. She was craving the, the touch of another automobile, Dennis. Exactly. She bumped into our car. Yeah. And Riley, this woman is very, very, very old. I will, and, and this is not me being ageist. It is just a fact and it is yeah. relevant. Yeah. Because she panicked. And rather than hitting the brake, oh, she no. hit the accelerator. Oh, no, dude, no. <laughs> and pushed our car forward. And then she turned and continued to push our car until our car hit a set of those, you know those cages they have at the back of supermarkets that they like wheel product in and out on. Yeah, yeah, they like um, they're, they're like trolleys, like the sort of hotel, you know, yeah, the, like, 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 a, like the, a bit like a baggage trolley. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, usually a little except more it's, in, it's yeah. a baggage trolley for baggage that is 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 committed a crime and is is going to yeah, prison. it looks like yeah. a cage. Yeah, smashed our car into those. Kept going, kept oh, turning. No. Oh no! Until all, until remember, she's no snows that car. Until the back of our car collides with the side of another car in in the row behind it. No, here's the real number, Riley. Our car made a our car had rotated a full hundred and eighty degrees. Oh my goodness! And had moved laterally about thirty five feet. There's no way that that's possible. She pushed your car. It was, J- Riley, it was it was more than I would say eight or nine car parking space widths. She moved ten meters. Yes, a, 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 no, without the like with the wheels facing the wrong way, perpendicular to the way the car is supposed to drive. No, she she reverse towed our car. Her car was perfectly in line with ours. Yeah. So when she accelerated, our car reversed. Now our car had the parking brake on and everything. Oh, sorry, a hundred. No, I thought you said ninety. No, I was thinking ninety degrees. A hundred and eighty no, no. degrees. The back. Our car was uh, when we parked our car. The back was facing to the shop, and we came out. Like, the front of our car was facing to the shop, and the back of our car was inside under the car's door. So she did like the SWAT maneuver thing from GTA. Yes. To turn a car around and then pushed it ten meters. Yes, and then turned it a little bit more until it hit another car. I mean, it the was poor, the, the wildest. So, she, she must. She oh, must she had her. She had a. Yeah. She had a. She, fr- she freaked out, man. Oh, I don't. And her son, thankfully, her son was there to like yeah. calm her down a little bit and deal with us and wait for like the police to arrive to take a thing and do the insurance and all that crap. But we go in to the shop, and I'm like, "Hey, do you guys have CCTV of the car park?" Yeah, yeah, because there's a de- there's a decent chance the guards will want it. Which again, the guards arrived with their polar arms. And <laughs> the guards, yes. they're going to tell me, oh, "What's this? Some kind of horseless carriage?" Yeah, yeah. What 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 mechanical wonder from the Grand Wizard Cabantili is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Do you see Steve footage?" And they're like, "Yes, but we can't show it to you. Only the guards can ask us to like release it, and then your insurance yeah. company can get it from then. And then if the insurance company wants to show you, they can. It's just like a privacy thing." And I was yeah. like, "I understand." Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'll be honest. I just and this lovely manager, 
Yeah. She was a woman in her 30s, I would say, the store manager. And I was like, I just wanted to see it because it sounded like it was, it sounded like it was pretty, pretty funny, pretty cool. Yeah, I just want right? to see it because it will be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And she pauses and she's like, I can't show it to you. I'm sorry. And she looks at me and she goes, I have seen it though. It's pretty sick. Not gonna lie. <laughs> and I was like, no! <laughs> Man, I hope you get. I, would, I mean, that's I, as much as I hate to say it. If you got that footage and put it on Patreon, that'd be worth. Oh my god, you'd sign up. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I, I, I do have the password to the account, but yes, maybe, maybe I'd consider it. That's unbelievable. So, is, what in what condition is Nikki's car? Uh, it's all well. It's in the body shop now. Uh, it's all mostly superficial damage. I think the hood is the, the hood doesn't properly line up anymore. Do you call it like, the hood? The action. Hmm? Do you call it the hood in Ireland? Do you not call it bonnet? Uh, I would. Call, I don't know. What do you call the thing at the back where you put the groceries? The boot. Yeah, call it the boot, not the trunk. But you call it the, you yeah, call it the, the hood, trunk. not the bonnet. That's interesting. Yeah, anyway, go call on. it the hood. Maybe I would call it a bonnet. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in any case, that's like misaligned and like the. Yep. Bo- it's basically. It is basically the. I would say the upper, upper, upper limit of what you could call a fender bender, right? Yeah. Because both fenders are very bent, or both bumpers in this case are very bent. Um, and like one of the side mirrors is messed up and like the bonnet is misaligned. So like it's a, it's, it's like it's a, it's a relatively expensive repair. It's going to be a headache. And we have a loaner car in the interim. Yeah. But what kind of, what kind of car you, did you get as a, as a, as a line? I haven't even seen it yet. It's parked outside since yesterday. I haven't been out so to the back. Is, so it a, is it a sick one? Does it go fast? I do not think it is. I do not think it is a sick one. I do not think it necessarily goes very fast. I'm afraid. Okay, how boring. Go on. How boring. Um, but it was the wildest car. Like, everyone we described it to was like, because, you know, we've got a lot of rubberneckers coming around. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I put Nikki in the very unfortunate position where, because this old lady had moved her car then, our car our car was still embedded in this other woman's car. And we didn't want to move it until, <laughs> like, everybody arrived, which, which you're not supposed to do, right? Yeah. Um, oh, no. So it looked Nikki. like Nikki had done, yeah. Oh, no. And also, Riley, my learner driver stickers are on the car. <laughs> <laughs> so it tells a very compelling tale in a vacuum of this person reversing perpendicular into another parked car. Yeah, it's like, oh, the old lady should have like she, the old lady should have got a kid to take pictures and be like, and created a completely different narrative based on that though. Based Truthfully, on that image alone, yeah. we took we took a bunch of photos and um, like Steve was there because he lives around the road. And I was like, Steve, a funny thing has happened. Do you want to come down? He was like, Do I ever? <laughs> so he came around and hung out. But um, people were like, oh, do you not want to just, like, leave? Because it's very common to exchange insurance details. You don't need to get the police involved to get out of here. And I was like, Nikki, if everyone takes photos of this, it looks like you just reversed into this woman's car. Yeah. This is not – you need a statement. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need, we, need to, we need to stand our ground on this one for sure. Yeah. Oh, and we waited for forever, dude. It took, like, three hours. It was awesome. Well, I mean, they would have had to saddle up the horses. They would have had to sharpen their halberds, polish their helmets, oh, no, they were, stenners. They were – they were an oblivion gate had opened, so they were dealing with that. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They were too busy searching um, for the gray fox to come and find you. Exactly. Um, but we found out a hack. One, here's one cool trick. Police hate him. You ready? Oh, this will be so fun. Go on. Yeah. We one one cool trick station. the police don't want you to know. Yeah. 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 We called the police station originally, the local police station. We're like, hey, we've had a minor traffic accident. We need somebody to come take a statement. It'll take like 10 minutes. Yeah. Please help. And they just weren't coming. Yeah. And a friend of ours, his dad is like... um. Knows much police officers and stuff. And was like, yeah, if it's on private property, which this actually technically wasn't, but they thought it was, they're like, they will just smoke you out until you guys decide to leave because yep. it's not worth their time, and you can sort it out between yourselves, yep. right? If no, if no one's hurt, right? Yeah. But Riley, if you call nine nine nine, the emergency our, number, it's actually yep. it's what one one two actually here. Um, they have to log it as an incident, and yep. they have to assign a patrol car to it. 
Yes, but so is we it an for- emergency? Should you be using the emergency number for things for something as minor as that? Well, they still sent just like a traffic cop. They weren't sending a SWAT team, like you know. Okay, um, I guess it, it's, it's I, a very small amount of harm, but like I guess that person could be. Answering I don't think it. it's harm because I called. We did the right thing, called the police station. They weren't like I, I was like we were sitting there for like two hours, and I was like, I'm not paying taxes anymore. Screw this! Like, oh. so what are you? Okay, like, you got, come on! You got two options: you either call the emergency line or you never pay taxes. The Irish government again. Okay, I, I mean, guess. what am I paying them for? Yeah, I, I, anyway. I, I guess it's fine. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, so you call the emergency thing, and then what? How long did oh. the guards turn up? 15 minutes galloping down the main street yeah post haste yeah 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 Yeah, a whole troop of them and chain so they sorted they sorted it out we're we're down a car and up a different car for a week and but Mm. insurance will take care of everything and all that stuff but it was just such everyone we described to including the police were like what are you talking about what do you mean your car started at over there yeah (laughs) i don't understand (laughs) and it was buck wild i was just i couldn't imagine I have, I just, if there's one, if I could make one wish, right? Yeah. And there's lots of good wishes, you know, world peace, solving world hunger, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You have poverty, equality. And there's lots of personal wishes, you know, I would, you know, I would be a billionaire or to live to be 500 years old. And yeah, stuff. or grow your hair but back. Creep, yeah. creep, exactly. Creeping up that list, though, mm. is see that CCTV footage. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, is, it is up there, bro. Oh, man. I just I- want to see it. I, the thing is, like when you when you said how this, this was an old lady in the car, right? It reminded me of how it's like nowhere near as bad, but a similar thing. I, I was a witness to a similar thing in the office works car park in Maroochydore, which I think I've, I, I don't know if I've mentioned on on the podcast before, but I watched someone. I can only really describe it as ramming another car in the car park in what looked like anger, right? Because this woman screamed and like boom, jumped boom, out of the boom. way, yeah. right? And then instead of reversing and like driving away, the car, like the car that had rammed the other car, just rammed in like even further. And again, started, and, and I went over because the woman was screaming, and I went over and I saw this old bloke behind the wheel, and I was like, oh my. So my, my like intense worry about like there being malice immediately went to like, oh, this poor old bloke, right? And then I was like, try to come and say, mate, okay, just put your car in reverse because you're very flustered. And he turned out the window and started swearing at me, saying, I know how to drive. I know how to put it in reverse. And I was like, whoa, grandpa. All right, calm down, mate. Jeez, holy moly, what's going on here? He just couldn't figure out how to put the car in reverse. And so he ran the car a couple other times and then managed to steer oh it in a way that he like sideswiped it too, just for good measure. Ugh. And so I'm saying to this woman, like, get your phone out, take photos here because who knows what's going to happen. He finally gets in reverse and then goes to like drive off. And so I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And yeah. I chase him down, jump. I'm like, you're not, he's like, I'm just trying to find a place to bloody park. And I'm like, oh, mate, based on how you're driving, I reckon you should stop where you are, quit while you're ahead and just put the keys, Cut your put the keys yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this poor woman, she's beside herself, right? And, and her car, like, she would, imagine this. She's just, it's like that episode of Always Sunny where they go after that guy and eventually like blow up his car for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Because she mm-hmm. comes out, this guy rams into her car, does it again and again, and then basically sideswipes the car on his way off to drive away. And she's just there like, what, what did I what do? Have I done? <laughs> what yeah. have I Who done? Who does he think I am? Yeah. But Brody, then, I have a moral, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just like, I don't know, like it's tough because, you know, the, once you get to a, a certain age, it becomes harder to do stuff like drive well, and it's, this is it's what a, i want to get into yeah it's a tough issue man it's really tough so because there's an argument for not getting the police involved is that there's a chance that this elderly woman will lose her license right yeah but and if she's driving like that maybe this I mean, is the you thing know, yeah. so i don't want to take away this woman's autonomy you know maybe yeah. she needs the car maybe the car gives her a lot of opportunities but mm. she could have very easily hit 
any number of yeah. people in this like third I mean gratefully in this case partially weighed down by you know our car she probably wasn't going more than 10 kilometers an hour yeah but well, that's this sorry woman, that's this 4.5 furlongs per yeah. score of minutes um but yeah. here's the thing if this had been an 18 year old no compunction whatsoever taking their license off them because clearly they're not ready to drive right well they would probably get they'll probably only get penalty points but even if the penalty were no, you lose your license. Not many no, people yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. no, that's not fair. It's like, well, you've drove, you've driven like an idiot. You're you're a young mm-hmm. hothead, and you need to calm down, mate. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, if it's an old person, you start thinking about, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough issue, man. It's a tough issue. But you have to start. You have to, you have to think about other people. Then, like this woman is presumably allowed onto the motorway where she can drive 150 miles an hour. 150 miles an hour, Dennis. Now, how many chains in a furlong is that? I know, right? 150 kilometers an hour, I suppose. That's what. Sorry, what are you talking about? You can drive at 150 kilometers. You're, you're really showing the fact that you don't have a driver's license, Dennis. How fast do you think you can drive on the freeway? 120 here? There's no way you drive 120. There's no way you drive 120. It's like 75 miles an hour. Maybe it's 100. Yeah, 100, surely. Maybe 110. Irish oh, highway no, motor, motor, top motorway speed, speed motor, motorway speed limit 120 kilometers an hour. Oh my goodness, 120! Wow, absolute speed demons in Ireland. Holy yeah. moly. that's fast, right? You see, that's really fast. Jeez. Yes, <laughs> there are parts of Australia where you can drive at 130 kilometers an hour over like the Atherton Tablelands, where you can oh, see right. from where horizon like, where to your GPS, or your GPS has continued straight until the heat death of the universe. Like, it's, yeah, it's like you see a car coming a hundred kilometers away. You know, you see, yeah, you know, you'll see, you know, you see him in an hour. You know, you can see, um, you can see that the Earth is round because you can watch ships disappear over the horizon. Yeah, it's that sort of situation in parts of yeah, Australia. Yeah. You can see I mean, the been, top I've, half I've of the in- car emerge. I've been in the Mojave driving from San Francisco to Vegas. And it's exactly the same where you can you can park on the side of this road, which you can't there, it's illegal, but we do. And you can get out and stand in the middle of the road and you rotate 180 degrees and it's exactly the same view both directions. Yeah, exactly. Just very, very lazy design rendering. They've just reused assets. There's nothing going on there. Exactly. Yeah, they're phoning it in at the edges, I understand. But yeah, I felt bad about it, but I think it's easy to think, oh, this poor woman won't be able to get to the shops or whatever. But she could have easily killed someone. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look. I, look. Uh, it's, it, it's it's not your responsibility to make the final arbitration there, but I don't think you did anything wrong by getting the, the authorities involved. Just also for you know to cover your and Nikki's asses because again you're in yes. Well, it looked like we, uh, yeah. In a vacuum, it looked like we had just reversed into a parked car. Yeah. Exactly. So Something- also, I want to make it clear: calling the police and getting the thing involved is technically the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was doing. The, we were doing. We did the buy the book thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't, and it's very common. Just handshake it, not even call an insurance company, exchange for cash. I called it, which I think is actually defrauding your insurance. Well, but whatever. Uh, well, don't get me on to if we're going to get into this, Dennis, because the the way insurance is set, like the way it's like you're in. You, so first of all, you have to buy insurance, and then second of all, you're incentivized not to use it when you need to. Yeah, I, I think it's I like. Don't talk to me about it's a racket. Insurance. It's kind it's of a, a racket. It's, it's a an racket. absolute racket. It's just it's no good. I was ready to like you know wrap this up in a sort of light breezy kind of way now i'm getting my, my insurance soapbox i oh man i can't i just can't do it dude i i insurance well, we, companies we, are- we, we we could save that debate for another day riley and you the fine focus home can take the money you save by not claiming and, 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 and losing your no claims bonus and head over to patreon.com so have a listen uh, to this you know and what vote with your Actually, wallet you're not voting for just a great- it is important you know you want to be there safe on go. the road there i wouldn't go. be frivolously <laughs> wasting money on things like supporting a tin pot podcast let the ads do that for you. Don't worry sit about that. Some end, sit through some end roll ads now. You can avoid all that. No, no, no end roll ads. End roll ads. No, end roll ads don't work. No, no end roll ads. The show, the, the show, Dennis, the show just ends. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 